Hello, gatherers. I do want to announce our first network event, the 365 Days of Movies Challenge. It's a challenge consisting of Eric, Evan, myself, and Tim, as we have to watch one movie a day for a whole year. 365 days, 365 movies. They have to be at least 45 minutes long from start to finish. The challenge will start on June 13th and will be very fun and especially irritating for us. If we miss a day, there's a punishment. From karaoke to prank videos to slap fights to wearing dog cones, we promise you, you'll be entertained with our misfortunes. Again, June 13th, the start of a year of craziness. Now on with the show. No All right, everybody ready? Yeah. Sure. Yep, yep. Go. Well, we're already recording, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so welcome to the 89th episode of The Gathering. We're a group of geeks based out here in the maybe next time DC, Aww. Southern California. <laughs> Let's start with introductions and the question of the week. If you were to be sucked into a video game, yeah. who is the celebrity you'd least like to be partnered with? Ooh. What? Yep, Ooh, you know you heard okay. me. Any? Any, any video game, any celebrity. The video game part isn't important, but you're in a video yeah, game. I was say it. What celebrity do you not want to be in there with? Who wants it? Hey everybody, this is Tim. <laughs> Celebrity Hi, Tim. I do not want to be with is Zack Schneider. <laughs> this is Will. Is Zack Schneider actually like a celebrity, or I mean, he's more famous than I am, therefore <laughs> celebrity. <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, I don't think I need to explain my point. Nope. <laughs> uh, All right. Um, Will, you already yeah. started a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, hey, um, this is Will. Um, celebrity I would not like to be in a video game with. Um, I don't know, maybe DJ Qualls, that dude's really skinny, so I don't know, I, I don't know if he would like provide any cover or anything for me. Maybe, maybe a spear? He can be turned into a spear? Yeah. Alright, you went right to human across. shield and weaponry, alright. Yeah. Alright, uh, who else? Go? Well, okay. uh, I guess I'll go. Um, hi, this is Catherine, and by the way, welcome Will. It's his first episode. Yay! Um, Sorry, I will go with audience. Justin Bieber. No. <laughs> no. Hey, yeah, you don't. got Gail to laugh. <laughs> don't I mean, want anything to do with that one. Yeah. I mean, if you got sucked in the DDR, maybe he could help. DDR? Maybe. I don't yeah. want his help in DDR. <laughs> Who are you? Busted um, I mean, like, you'd have to be in the machine. You'd be the one, like, like just gesturing yeah. wildly and spinning in place. It, you wouldn't be I actually playing. Uh, mine is David Hasselhoff. I just hate that guy. Damn. Really? Yeah. Don't hassle yeah, so. the Hoff. God. <laughs> you took that one. Shut I was up, about Tim. to say that too. <laughs> I just want nothing to do with him. He's not going to be in any game with me. All right. All right. That's fair. That was Haley. I think she Oh, herself. this is Haley. No Hoff. Well, that's the last thing you'll hear from her the entire episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> better. Sean's fired. Just <laughs> get your beer ready. All right. So this is Eric. And I guess for me, there's a lot, but it's probably Britney Spears. Yo, okay. but she was okay. like, she was umbrella crazy though. She that could help you. Umbrella? Crazy? I mean, she she attacked a car with an umbrella that one time when she shaved her head. Yeah, no, that that happened. Yeah. Okay, I didn't hear about that part. It was also, right. That was her phase when she was like driving around in a Bentley with a kid in her lap without a seatbelt on. She's trying to be efficient. <laughs> People got shit to do, bro. Child endangerment, being efficient. You know, it's about the same thing. You know, you know why the hell not? No, All right, and this is the gathering. Now join the gathering. Five, four, three, two, one, go. All right, so uh, we're back. This isn't, there isn't a whole lot of super topical news out there. You know, all the major media outlets did their thing at San Diego Comic-Con two weeks ago. 
And so this is kind of a, a lull in the news cycle. There's not a whole lot happening. Uh, that said, something big over the weekend did happen. Um, the new <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> not not really book came out. You know, the, the thing That's happens. That's what we like to call it, right? Yeah, yeah it's the not really book. It's, it's not, not really book. What, what is it really? I'm not really sure. It's, it's a, a script. It's a published script. Yes. Okay. Edition. It, of the play that's Haley, going on in England, copy? yeah? Yeah. Is that what it is? Um, not here? No, it is. Oh, okay. It's... We'll show it to you after. It's fine. It's okay. So, yeah, if you were ever to purchase a script of a, of, a sh- of a stage show, it looks exactly like this. So there's yeah, a little bit of bound. stage direction. It's nicely it's bound. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's mostly dialogue, right? I mean, there's, it doesn't talk a whole lot about setting the scene or anything that you would get in a normal book because... It's not meant for that. It's um, it was uh, the okay, final okay. rehearsal script. Yes. Of Harry okay. Potter and the Cursed Child that opened on July thirtieth. So what a week ago? Ish, so? yeah, give or take. So July thirtieth. Yeah. Yeah. Was like three days ago. It's the sure. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> four days ago. Four days. It's currently the third. This episode is gonna come out on the fifth. So yeah, like a week ago. Yeah. See, okay, not so crazy. Um. Anyway, uh, I don't want to talk a whole bunch in depth about. I smacked the hell out of my microphone about the book not really thing because we've had entire episodes about Harry Potter before the more interesting aspect of what's happening with Harry Potter to me is the fact that J.K. Rowling isn't writing books anymore no right I mean she she didn't no, she even... said no more Harry Potter books she said right. no more Harry Harry Potter's timeline is officially done as first child that said Wizarding World stuff in forms of plays and movies that that hasn't been stopped at all. You know, nine years ago she said that when she finished. That's true, she did. So. Wait, we'll see what yeah, really. So what's what's <laughs> interesting is that she didn't write Cursed Child by herself. No, no. Uh, she's credited as one of three writers on the project. Yes. And then uh, she she came and did the final screenplay for the new Fantastic Beast movie, but she, there was also a whole bunch of other writers on that project as well. So the question that that I really want to talk about is, you know, where does where do we think it's going to go? Like, obviously, she gets more bang for her buck for writing movies because that's just a paycheck, you know, waiting to happen. You know, she could, she could write a big, literally a turd. Literally a turd. Slap Harry Potter and the turd on it, and <laughs> people, people will buy, buy it. People will line up at midnight to see that thing. To see the turd. I'd be more likely to buy Harry Potter and the turd than Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. <laughs> yeah, but you've got a turd pillow on your bed. Cool. <laughs> I mean, he's awesome. He's one of my best friends. Does he guide your hopes and dreams? Does he not guide your hopes and dreams? A little bit. He's the happiest poop I've ever met in my life. To be fair, all poops are happy. I mean, unless. Well, until yeah. you flush the most them down no, the no. toilet. There are some angry poops. How did yeah, this turn? <laughs> <laughs> because we're talking about Harry Potter. Rude. Um, all right, so... <laughs> I can't wait for the nerd hate. Please, please send it to us. Harry Potter sucks. We need the hate. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, so do we think that J.K. Rowling is going to back out and, you know, let other people take over and then just let, let herself come in and, like, you know, have creative control over the characters that get made and put her name on it and get well, a paycheck, or... I feel she's already be, kind of done that. I mean, she can be like the Stan Lee of this whole Harry Potter universe, you <laughs> Basically know? Basically is what she is right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, right. like, I feel like, uh... I mean, uh well, Sweet I, Valley High, where they just get ghost writers and then Sol says J.K. Rowling <laughs> on it. 
Well, I, mean, sure. I, I expect her to have a cameo in Fantastic Beasts, yeah? Yeah. Well, well, she has she never had a cameo before. No, I'm, she hasn't. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like she could cameo with it. Just she to be was kind of like a She has a billion dollars. Like, if I were her, stuff to do. I'd fuck off to some beach and never do anything ever again. <laughs> Until she needs to get a new beach or something. Exactly. Buy a new I'm island. tired of this beach. I have soiled this beach. <laughs> <laughs> I need another. I need another. I must write a new book. <laughs> They're not on the podcast. Get out of here, Tyler. <laughs> All right, so buy myself a beach bar and just never leave the stool. I become Norm at a beach bar. <laughs> you never leave the stool because the stool is a happy stool and it guides your hopes and dreams. Exactly. Oh Much gonna, like the poop. It's going to be all poop jokes today, guys. <laughs> uh, I don't know where, where that's coming from. Wasn't a topic, but here we go. Um, all right, so that goes into another conversation that I want to have about franchises. Mm-hmm. So Harry Potter, I don't know, tapped into some weird cultural zeitgeist and just ran with it. I don't understand it. I was the fucking target audience when it came out, and I just hated everything about it. I saw the movies mostly out of stubbornness. Um <laughs> Yeah, I just I just needed to know what the pop culture was. Um, but so this is your argument for why we should be watching DC films. Well, you know, I'm I'm gonna watch the I'm gonna watch the movies. I don't know. I'm well, with Eric. I'm I'm filthy casual. I'm a filthy casual for Harry Potter stuff. I don't. I've never read the books. I only watched the like five of the eight movies. Oh. So I'm kind of like dying. I have a best friend who keeps me who keeps me abreast on this stuff. If I got a question, I'd be like, "Hey, so what, what's this all about?" And here comes a whole hour long conversation that's of what's going on. That's me. That's, that's, that's what I did with Warcraft. I was like, "Oh man!" Oh, I can't help you there. No, no, no. That's, that was my, that was I my homegirl. She, she was like, "Hey, is this in is this in Warcraft?" And I said, "Yeah, I think that's the place." And it was a whole hour long conversation, <laughs> and I was just like, "Okay, this is kind of cool because I want to know more about this." But, but also be I mean, why? I, I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> why? I just want to fill in the gaps. That's all I really want. Hashtag pop nerd. All right, well. <laughs> no, 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 no. We just I, made a show about this. <laughs> hey, I'm, I ain't gonna lie. There's stuff I'm not really like, that's not my area of expertise. But I mean, we can talk Marvel. We can talk Spider-Man. We can talk cartoons. I'm all about that. Well, so let's look at this. So, um, so Tim brought up the DC Universe films. So what is it that, you know, Harry Potter is so fucking successful yep. as a franchise that J.K. Rowling can, you know, it's not J.K. Rowling's writings because she wrote a book that fucking tanked. That's yeah. not true. She wrote several books afterwards. One of them was bad. The other one actually did really well. Was it the crime series? Well, it wasn't well enough to keep her away from Harry Potter. Casual Fantasy was okay. Alright, well, the point is, she has this fantastic series, this fantastic franchise, and then Marvel has all kinds of franchises just falling out of the sky. Right. And DC can't make one work in a film. What is it? Why? You know, what actually makes a franchise worth investing in emotionally that gets us to this point where we have two people in this room that can tell you literally everything about Harry Potter. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, what makes a franchise work and stick and, you know, get people invested in it? Entertainment value. Well, I think it's also kind of sticking to a little bit to the source material, the stuff that people loved. I mean, that's disagree. Well, I don't know because that's why for me, I know that's why a lot of people hated uh, B5S, Batman Five Superman, because it was just like, <laughs> yeah, the V. I mean, it's, it should be V. Bro, this but, isn't Roman times. <laughs> I like to say because it it's fun for me. 
But I mean, when when I watched when I watched it, it was like, man, Batman is just killing people, and Batman's not doing any detective work, and he's just yelling and screaming. And he did why... more detective work than the other Batman movies. Alfred did all the work in this movie, though. I have to say, Alfred's Alfred like, always you know, does all the work. Yeah, true. He but it feels. But I feel like, and then he's also been played by the more interesting actors in any of the films. That is period. True. <laughs> and I mean, it's just like a lot of the a lot of the DC films that have failed. I feel like they they don't really they kind of deviate a little bit too much. I mean, you look at what they tried to do with Catwoman, take her away from Batman, and then that movie is just like terrible. Superman Returns, you 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 kind of like it, he doesn't throw a punch in that movie. There's a whole bunch of oh he's got a kid all of a sudden he disappears and he's back and people are like this isn't Superman. I mean, so far that's what I've seen so far, and I think I, I've tried to I've tried to stop and not look at reviews for Suicide Squad because I want to see it with like a, a blind eye tomorrow. But every, it's always a bad sign when reviews are coming in hot and fast for a movie that's anticipated, and it's like, oh man. And it, it, it's telling when they're all saying basically the same thing. Even the good reviews are saying, well, you know. It's interesting, and it has a couple of good moments, but we're more excited for where these characters go from here. No, but the real yeah. telling thing about Suicide Squad is that you haven't gotten any real reviews until this week. Yeah. And really, yesterday and today. Same thing happened to Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. And it was because they, they weren't great. So they were, they were cutting right up until the end. Yeah. Um, but so, okay, so Superman. I personally love Superman Returns. I actually liked it a lot. It didn't have Christopher Reeve flying under continents and pulling, <laughs> you know, California back onto the United States. Sure. Or him treading water in a pool with a kryptonite necklace because he can't pick up the necklace, but he can tread water for 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, anyway. But, I mean, that, that was a successful franchise in the 90s. Yeah, that happened, Tim. I see the, I see the address. Wait, no. <laughs> Which one was that? That, that was, was Superman 1. Where he's treading water for Yeah, yeah. Um, Gene Hackman comes in with a big hunk of kryptonite on a chain. But and don't he puts they it make around fun his neck. of that in Returns where he, like, Lex Luthor is lifting this... I don't really... Fuck it. Well, look, All those movies suck in my... I, I, really don't, <laughs> I really just don't enjoy Superman as a character. Like, I never have. He bores me. But, but still, he create, they created a successful franchise for a little while. And then they took 20 years off and fucked it up. Yeah. Yeah. But it worked. It worked back then. Uh, Batman in the 90s worked. It doesn't hold up. It's really weird. It shouldn't have worked in the first place. But yeah. they made, like, five movies out of it. Four, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. so weird because if you really watch the four movies, Joel Schumacher parodies, well, not, he parrots, excuse me, he doesn't parody, he parrots Tim Burton's visual style. Oh, So the movies look exactly the same, mm-hmm. but Forever and Batman and Robin are just so silly. They they yeah. jump they jump back to the campy Batman sixty six stuff which mm-hmm. uh, you know there's like which direct I love. there's a yeah it's it's fun because there's that direct reference from Robin holy rusted metal Batman and he's like what he's like oh no we're on an the island metal. of holy it's rusted rusty, metal totally it's like oh ha, ha when I was a kid I was like yeah that's funny but it's so weird coming out of you know the Michael Keaton Batman which was yeah. dark which did kill people yeah and then you transition into you know Jim Carrey in a green spandex suit with a codpiece. Yeah, because then was it Still Batman one of and the Returns? Batman villains in film. Because <laughs> <laughs> Batman and Batman Returns were just super dark. I mean, you have a you have the Penguin like Danny DeVito's Penguin is not like any other Penguin you've seen before. Penguin's always kind of been like this jovial, haha, look at this like little bowling pin guy. He can't really do nothing. He carries an umbrella. Then you see him in this movie, and it's just like, yo, it's super disturbing. He's 
He's like super round. He looks like a penguin. He's got fins, like this weird like deformity on his hands. And you're just like, man, this this is scary. And he's got the little penguin. He's got those like penguins with the little rockets and stuff. That's bananas. Yeah, his master plan to destroy Gotham was, you know, rocket powered penguins. And I was actually checks out. I was hope I, I was hoping that you know we were gonna get Lando Harvey Dent, but you know we're gonna get we're gonna get Lando Two Face, but we never got him. Never. Maybe, maybe so if dope. the film been, you know, had done better, we would have gotten yeah. it. Yeah. Because it was all set up for that. It, it, it was, because, yeah, because he was a big part in Returns, right? Yeah. When, when was uh, Christopher Walken. Was it, no, it was Returns. It was Returns. Yeah. Yeah, because he was in both of them, but then he had a bigger spotlight in Returns because he, he kept talking to Christopher Walken's character. And then they paid him millions of dollars just to not, just to not be in forever. <laughs> like several million dollars. Yeah, Wait, really? He, he loved the character of Harvey Dent and Two Face so much. That he had it written in his contract that if they ever used <laughs> Two Face as a villain, that he would have to be Two Face. So they had to pay him several million oh. dollars just to get Tommy Lee Jones as the character. Wow. You know, as much as I would have liked to see, you know, Lando Harvey Dent Two Face, I don't think he could have fit into that movie. No, not not in, not in the Schumacher movie. No. I don't I don't know, but I, I think I've seen Billy D. Williams in a comedic role before. Oh, uh, haven't you seen under, any of his film roles? Undercover bro- very comedic. Undercover I've seen brother. Star Wars. And undercover he's, brother. He's very hilarious in that film. <laughs> he is an undercover brother. <laughs> he's he's, right. he's the general and he's selling the chicken. Oh, wow. Sorry, I haven't fortified. seen these movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. You laugh every time you hear it. Yeah. Although, it's been a long time. Have you ever seen those commercials? I haven't they're, seen any of them. They're those. hilarious. Oh, my God. I think I saw Batman and Batman Begins. That's kind of the end of my knowledge. Those, those <laughs> beginning <laughs> movies? Wait, Batman and Batman Begins? Yeah, those are very... <laughs> the two so, wait, you, you jumped from 1989 <laughs> to 2005? It's whatever... I don't know. What'd you show me? You show me two Batman don't movies. Don't talk to him. He's not on the podcast. He doesn't Sorry, exist. I'm just trying to <laughs> get when clarification. When he talks, we get a drink. Well, we, can, we can drink without that. All right, cool. <laughs> you are allowed to answer my question, Tyler. <laughs> wait, what? What? <laughs> what Batman movies have I seen? I saw the two. Dark Knight. Okay. Those. All right. So you saw the first two Christopher Nolan Batman's. Yeah, That's a good spot to stop. With that one girl that I don't care for. And Joffrey. Joffrey. Oh, that's right. He's in Begins. Be- begins. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's. He's little kid. Yeah, the little kid that they won't believe. And yeah. Uh, no, that would have been a better story if he had grown up to be Robin than uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yep. You know, yeah. Yep. Being named Robin. No, no, screw that. That was the worst. That was awful. So that whole movie was awful. I happen guess. to very much agree with that. <laughs> terrible film. Ter- terrible film. So First bad. two were fine. So, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Let's pass. All right. So let's. I still don't love Batman Begins, but. Well, let's look anyways. at the new DC Universe films. So uh, we're starting with um, Batman vs Superman. Well, really, Man of Steel. Oh, Man of Steel. Yeah. Which was trying to continue the themes of the Dark Knight, but you're also taking. I feel like the wrong character to pursue Dark Knight themes and thematics. Like, like Superman is supposed to be the epitome of hope, and instead you get totally brooding agree. Superman, and I'm so angry at the world doesn't love me, and I'm different, and everyone hates me because I'm different. Even though there's no real explanation, or there's no, they don't really show that everyone dislikes him and thinks he's no. different. Yeah. He just assumes that no one's going to like him because Kevin Costner's a dick. Right, because there's that flashback scene with the bus where everyone's like, oh, man, your son, he really helped us out. And then Kevin Costner's like, 
maybe you should have let him die. In the theater, I was like, what? No, Jonathan Kent would never say that. <laughs> never. Well, Jonathan Kent was clearly like clinically depressed in that film because he runs out to save Everyone the dog. Everyone was clinically depressed in that film. And he, tell, he tells him, no, don't save me. I'm like, what? Let me die. Everyone in Smallville knows what you can do, but let me die. Yeah. Let me get sucked into this tornado or I'm going to get horribly, horribly killed. Why did Dad never leave Kansas? It's because he's trying to feel the dreams that. Oh if you build God. it, I will come back. <laughs> was that a two-part joke that you guys just... No. no. Oh. I just threw it out there. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it was good, but it didn't quite get there. I was, I was <laughs> waiting. All right. I, I saw your face. You're like, I want to love this, but I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas, on Kevin Costner. Are, no, it was if you've seen the Batman v Superman uh, Honest trailer, which is hilarious. Everyone needs to watch it. The final joke tag is... A line from Batman v Superman where Superman says something along the lines of, Mom, why did Dad never leave Kansas or wherever the fuck they were living? And then the response is the epic voice guy says, Oh, because you let him die in a tornado. (laughs) (laughs) It's phenomenal. All right, so for all the flaws that existed with Batman or with Man of Steel, they decided they wanted to keep going with with this Justice League idea. Uh, So they had to keep going, so they did... Batman vs. Superman instead of doing a introduction to Batman, which I think was a good choice because you already had Christopher Nolan's trilogy, which was despite all my hate for it, was well received and right. enjoyed. I mean, Batman and Superman are ubiquitous characters. You could know nothing about comic books, but you know everything about Batman and Superman. But that's because they've been actively in the pop culture, you know... For 50 years. 60 years. Well, yeah, but if you go, you know, if you look at film-wise, I mean, yeah, going back to Batman 66 and then all the Christopher Reeve films in the late 80s or the 90s. Uh, so, th- people have grown up with them, and they've just seen them on posters, seen them in places, watched the movies, caught them on television, AMC on at 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, cartoons. If yeah. you yeah, if you grew up in the 90s, Adam you know, West. there was all kinds of cartoons going on, the, the Bruce yeah. Tim Justice League, everything like that. So, yeah, so they're, they're well-known. But then why'd they suck so bad? And how couldn't, how did they fail so hard at building that into, into something that people wanted to come back for? You have somebody who didn't have reverence for the source material. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder? No, he has too much reverence. No, 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 because there's a lot of interviews with Zack Snyder. They're talking to him. He's like, oh, I've never do a Batman movie. It's not dark enough. And then there's stuff where there's a, there was an interview, uh, I think notoriously, they were asking him, well, what were your influences? What comics did you read? And he was like, oh, my mom used to get me like heavy metal comics. So... That's not really heavy like metal. right. How old was he when he was reading? Heavy I was. Metal I think. He's, I think it was like he said. It was like thirteen or something like that. I don't, so, I don't think I'm old enough to read heavy metal right? comics. Like, so if your if your base up. if your base reference for comic books is heavy metal, I don't think you can really take on a, a Batman or Superman type movie because heavy metal. That's okay. You know, you can go do a Predator movie. Maybe do an Alien movie. You can do another do, heavy metal do, movie. Yeah, do a heavy metal or do a Conan God, that movie. movie. Was so bad though. You've seen yeah, it, I've right? seen it yeah. and I've seen Heavy Metal 2000. They had, a, they had another one? Yeah, there's a yeah. second one. Oh, God. Hard, it's, um, pa- hard pass. It's actually a little I'll bit better. I'll the South Park episode, because that episode was great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really actually enjoyed the storytelling in Heavy Metal. You know, these vignettes told over, you know, lifetimes yeah. was kind of neat, but you put it all together and you get a crack of shit. Yeah, you also have way too many cartoon boobs. <laughs> way too many. Well, that was the thing. It's not a good thing. No, no, but it was a thing. All right. (laughs) That's our idiom. Cartoon boobs. All right. If you have to, I guess. This is our rallying point right here. 
<laughs> boobs. Cartoon boobs. <laughs> People will watch this. Oh, God. People in the 80s must have been so deprived. They didn't have the well, internet, what, man. I know. What, what, what did they Like, do you had to work for that. I know. Have to watch scrambled HBO. all right but yeah so franchises why is the obviously none of us have seen suicide squad it comes out tomorrow and wilt's already you know said he's going to be there you know what 10 p.m tomorrow night yeah actually how'd you guess well there's only like three show times (laughs) well they start at seven and there's way more than three but yeah okay Logic started seven? Yeah, there's like oh 6.30, 7.30. And that all wraps yeah. into Friday's gross, too. I know, too, right? we, we, yeah, we were talking about up. this. So the way they do gross numbers now is it's considered Thursday previews. Yeah. So even though it's being released on Thursday, all those numbers get rolled over into Friday, which make Friday to Saturday numbers look egregious. So like, oh, opening day of $90 million, then Friday it's like $45 million. Or no, I've, Saturday is 40. Yeah. So it's like, drop a 50%. That's ridiculous. Well, no, if you look at the non-Thursday numbers and just Friday, they're usually about the same. Yeah, if you front load it with yeah. 200,000 screenings, yeah. yeah, you're going to have some extra money on that. So does it start from like the first midnight showing on Thursday? Like that's 6 No, no, it's, it's 6 a, at 6 p.m. Like whatever yeah. showings on Thursday are, con- are considered Friday showings because what? movies don't officially open until Friday. Yeah. Thursday nights are so previews. previews yeah. No, well, I mean, it's the same thing that's happening at, you know, big events. I mean, Comic-Con is guilty of yeah. this, too. I mean, it's just, just expanded out, just get a little Batman bit more. Batman v Superman made $30 million in Thursday night screens alone. I think it's, like, number one or number two for Thursday night previews. Like, it was huge. But, you know, if you think about that, five years ago, you couldn't see a movie, a, you know, a brand new movie on Thursday at 6 p.m. No, no, no. absolutely not. It had to be midnight. midnight. Yeah. Yep. Midnight. And then old people, like me, no, not really, more like my girlfriend, who just turned 30, she, she's like, I can't. I'm going to text her right now. I know. She'll, oh, she'll agree. Call her no, out. No no, on. No, 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 no. She said, she's like, oh, I can't do midnight screenings. That's way too late for me. I'm way too old for that shit. So she likes the 7 p.m., yeah. 8 p.m. screenings because then she can actually go to sleep at a normal time. She wants to go to those. Hey. Tim <laughs> says you're old. old. Yeah. Love it. And you know what's gonna happen? <laughs> She's gonna be like, "Well, I am old." <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually betting that I'm gonna get one word response back. It's just gonna be, "Yeah." <laughs> so. Your point. Well, no. Okay, so there's some truth to that. You know, you don't have to be out at midnight to see the film, and and if you're seeing Batman vs Superman, guess what? You're gonna be in that movie theater until 3 a.m. It also helps yeah. for the families with the little kids that want to see the superhero. Yeah, movies. that's the problem, though. I yeah. don't want to go with children. I, yeah, I, I don't, don't want to be in that movie theater. I don't either, but it also works for parents who want to see the movies, but, you know. No, no, go to a Sunday matinee like right? adults have been doing for 40 years. God, yeah. I should not have to see newborns and toddlers watching Deadpool. This is true. Shouldn't I, happen. I had them in my theater. I'm like, no, stop. No, this stop is This right is why now. I like the midnight showings, because the midnight showings were were people that had the same mentality yeah. as you, and it was like, you shouldn't no be kids. out too late. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, first of all, the the kids at Deadpool, no, that's a no-no. They shouldn't have been there. That movie is not I for know. kids. <laughs> that tripped me out, seeing like a little like 10-year-old running around. I'm like, oh, man. I don't oh, care man. how mature your child is. Uh-uh. <laughs> kid's going to learn some things today. That, uh. <laughs> You're going to learn some new words today, kiddos. But I mean, He's going to go into the sixth grade with a whole new vocabulary. <laughs> you, is parents that are cheap bastards. Is? They're like, oh, well, I can hire a babysitter, but it's going to cost a lot of money. It's just or cheaper I could pay to buy. Yeah. 
And then if militant. there's boobs, I can cover their eyes because boobs are obviously going to ruin. I'm sure the fucking... I can see them coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all know when boobs are coming on in the movie. God, I... Boobs and poop. That's like all I've been talking about this whole podcast. Way to go, Tim. I mean, quite I sound honestly, like a twelve-year-old boy. <laughs> if you round beer into that conversation, that's most of our conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are the three things I care about in life. It's too bad poop didn't start with Technically four. Is there an adjective, or is there a noun for poop, a, a, you know, a synonym that starts with a B? Because I need some alliteration here. Bowel, Bowel movements? Bowel movements? No, too many, too, too long. One syllable. Two syllables. Bow. 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 <laughs> All right, give me about five minutes. All back. right, Tim. You're yes. on a mission. Because we, we need the three Bs of our conversation. It needs, to be, oh, it needs to be boobs, beer, and poop with a B. Bowels? Like, uh, no, that doesn't right. sound right. It sounds weird. Words for what poop. a terrible Google. word for right, poop. The poop <laughs> and it, and thesaurus. There is oh. the first thing on <laughs> Google oh is wow. the poop thesaurus. All right, let's see. I know Ass flakes. That's great. That's good. Oh. <laughs> I know in Adventure Time they reference poop as boom boom. Boom. <laughs> Black I, I, banana. I, I, say it out loud. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> what is this conversation? <laughs> Bomb dump. Bomb wow. dump. <laughs> Booty cakes. <laughs> That's like some Rick and Morty stuff. Brown right there. balls, brown yeah, bear coming out of his cave. Booty cakes, booty cakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they, just, they get worse. Brownie. No. <laughs> brown no. trout. Bum brownie. All right, <laughs> uh, we're, we're going to anyway. let that one steer a little bit. All right, so um, Deadpool. That's actually a pretty apt analogy because. Um, you know, there's lots of the stylistic elements that people are thinking are going to correlate into Suicide Squad, right? So a lot of the cartoonishness um, that comes with casting villains into uh, traditional hero roles. Yep. Um, that said, they kept a PG-13 rating for Suicide Squad. Uh, it should have been rated R, honestly. But I mean, this is America. I mean, yeah. we can do we can do action movies. We can blow somebody in half on you know. A thirty-foot tall screen, and that can get like a PG rating, as long as you only do it once. You know, it's yeah. I mean, I I agree with the PG thirteen rating. I would rather it not go to R because then they would have just relied on gore and violence as a crutch instead of trying to tell a story. Yeah, but But, I mean, the reviews are (laughs) maybe they should have gone to R. The way it sounds like they're still doing this gratuitous violence, but the people they're killing are in a way that doesn't really make sense for the story, but it allows them to this really strong violence and still get sure. away with the PG-13 yeah. rating. So uh, the reviews are saying it makes less sense by trying to keep it at PG-13. Got it. Because, I mean, like, you can yeah. watch, you know, Terminator 2 unedited on TNT, you know, probably as, tomorrow. As long as they don't say fuck, like... Well, PG-13, I think, gets one. Right? Yeah, you, you one, one, one or two. Yeah. One yeah, but you can't say fuck on TNT. Well, I mean, you can. If you do it after, like, 1230, yeah, you can yeah, say anything. Yeah, but TNT's not going to do yeah. it. Right, put, put on Spike, you know, whatever. Yeah, maybe Spike. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so what do we think? Okay, so we're all predicting that Suicide Squad isn't going to do what it needs to do to make its money back. You know, it costs somewhere around $175 million just the budget, everything else, the marketing and everything. Um, that estimate takes it up closer to $750 million. Just to make a profit. Yeah. Batman v Superman, by the way, only made $870 million. Oh. Oh, damn. And they've already done their DVD releases. They, well, their okay, no, that's not finished. including the money they made. We're just talking about oh, box, box office, office? grosses alone. Uh, and that's, that's international. Yeah, including international. All right. Wow. 
But yeah, so, so they only made... It, it needs to come close to BVS's grosses, and we're talking about two of the most ubiquitous comic book characters in history compared to a bunch of ragtag villains. Now we're expecting it to do as much money and be a proof of concept for something that no one has bought into yet, except for maybe Tyler. <laughs> Wholeheartedly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw the first trailers for this movie, I was I was stoked. So, I thought yeah. it was gonna be fantastic. I still yeah, I'm still gonna good. watch it. I'm still gonna see it. I'm just talking talking about seeing movies out of stubbornness. I'm gonna watch it because I I just have to. It's the same reason I watched Batman vs Superman. I didn't enjoy any of that. Oh, I, no. I hated every second of that. Of, of, I hated the moment walking up to the theater, <laughs> handing money to get a ticket into this movie. Like, why am I paying for this thing? <laughs> That's why I didn't go see it in theaters, because I would literally be sitting there pissed off that I spent money to go see the goddamn I'm movie. I'm going to go rent it when it's on Redbox, and then watch it at home, and then shout at the screen the yeah, entire dollar time. Dollar rental. Like, <laughs> less upset about spending that kind of money. Because on at it. least then, it's like one or two dollars, and you're not Well, at least I got enjoyment it. for two and a half hours. I may not yeah. have liked what I saw, but I'm not pissed off that I spent a bunch of money on yeah, it. Yeah, you're sitting in your house, you're not wearing pants, you got a beer, yeah. Honestly, that's probably <laughs> the best situation for me to enjoy a film. Is no pants and beer. Like, that, I'm all in for a goddamn movie. Maximum comfort. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting your easy boy, you know, recline yeah, back. Yeah, lazy yeah. boy. Yeah. It's, easy it's boy. a comfortable-ass chair. It, it is. I've, I have slept in that chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. I, I may or may not have been wearing pants. I never wear pants in that chair, so. Yeah. The, the chair just decries. No pants. <laughs> pants third, that chair is older than both of us, by the way. Well, you don't throw something out of it. It's fantastic. Exactly. <laughs> Good times. Just you make me just want to go home chair. and sit in my chair and watch a movie. And stop. I, I still have to watch a movie for the 365 Challenge today. I already watched mine today. Oh, well, some of us have normal jobs. Ooh. Yeah, that's <laughs> jobs. That was a job. Well, I, I just had today off, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't work a Monday through Friday schedule because yeah, I don't no. believe... Oh God. What's, a Monday through, what's a Monday through Friday schedule? What's you say that? You, don't, you don't leave? I don't believe. Oh, I thought he was going to say the man. The corporate stri- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not white at all. The man doesn't, I disbelieve in the man. I <laughs> No, uh, the movie I watched today was actually uh, The Killers, which is, no, The Killing. It's called The oh, Killing. So the Killers is a it's, band. Um, <laughs> it's also two film noir films. One was a remake. Also and they kind of bookended, bookended the film noir movement, interestingly enough. But I saw The Killing, which was Stanley Kubrick's first Hollywood picture. Huh. It was phenomenal. It very much inspired Reservoir Dogs. Like, if you're watching it, you're like, wow, I'm watching a better version of Reservoir Dogs. And I love Reservoir oh, Dogs. I oh, love Reservoir Dogs. All right. <laughs> All right. All right, so so back back on to... Sorry. Batman. No, no, we'll, well, we're happy to have that conversation. Um <laughs> What do we think this is going to do for the rest of the DC films coming out? Because they've already Lower they've already budget. shot um, Wonder Woman. They're, well, gonna, they're still going to release. That. I think Wonder Woman will be different just because it came in just just as uh, Jeff Johns was coming in as being the supervisor. And there's there's already been changes that I think are better. Mm-hmm. Uh, the footage they released last year, there was a lot of stuff that was very green or very brown to try and convey World War Two. And when the trailer World comment, War One, oh, excuse me, you're right, World War One. When um, the trailer came out, it was less green, less brown. There's a lot more color. Everything looked much more saturated as Wonder Woman and like a lot of these heroes should be. Especially the Lasso of Truth looks super rad, glowing like glowing like that. Yeah, 
Okay, so I, I don't think I think if Warner Brothers learns anything, it's to just let the filmmakers do their thing. If it doesn't work out, then you know what? They got some work to do. But they're also banking on these movies before they really had a proof of concept. They're like, okay, we're going to do Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. Everyone so excited for Batman v Superman. It did pretty good. Let's not get it wrong. It didn't do poorly at all. But it didn't do the type of business WB was hoping they, for. They wanted, it was they as wanted expected. A, yeah, they wanted no. They wanted a. They wanted. They, they were expecting wanted, Avengers. They were yeah. expecting one and a half billion dollars. Yeah, I know that wasn't gonna happen. I, it could have very easily happened if it was like twenty percent better of a film, like just twenty percent. Like we're talking about a movie that was about fifteen percent good. <laughs> it was just twenty percent better. Because I mean, look at fucking Transformers: Age of Extinction, one of the worst no. movies ever made. Made a billion dollars. Why does Batman v Superman not pull the same kind of money? Oh, this is great. Yeah. Why did Transformers, why did that Shia LaBeouf piece of crap turn into a a franchise with Shia LaBeouf? That was the one with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. (laughs) Billions of dollars. (laughs) Billions of dollars. What made that successful and didn't translate? I think, number one, audiences know what they're expecting. Mm-hmm. Audiences are going and expecting, you know, it's going to be robots hitting each other. Yeah, Michael Bay was the perfect director for that. Yep. Uh, it's it's sad because I used to love Transformers. Now I think they're <laughs> they're what's destroying the world. Like people complain about TV <laughs> bringing down intelligence. No, it's Transformers uh. movies. Period. I, I think with the Transformer movies, there's not um, an established base as there is with Batman and, and Superman. Transformers is mainly like an 80s babies type thing. If, yeah. if you didn't, you know, maybe a little bit of the 90s with some of the Beast Wars and uh, yeah, Robots but those in the Sky were stuff. also terrible. Like, those were not good. Beast Wars, arguably, is probably the be- one of the best ones that came out after it the 80s cool. ones. It looked cool. All right, fair enough. Okay, yeah. I'm not gonna, you're, not, you're not wrong. It, All right, it, I'm it not doesn't gonna... anymore. It, it's <laughs> no. hard to watch now. <laughs> yeah, Beast, War, Beast Wars is very rough to watch like, now. Like it's, it's easier to go back to the 80s Transformers cartoon than yeah. it is the Beast Wars. Well, I mean, at the time, that was like state-of-the-art animation. Oh, and I watch yeah. the hell out of it every week. Yeah. I still love that Transformers movie where Optimus Prime dies. Like, I'm sad when F-Hot Optimus Rod. Prime dies, but it's every a great time. movie. F-Hot it's like, Rod, it's legitimately time. a good movie, Yeah, it is. Though. I love that movie. I think it's, <laughs> it's, like it's actually the, the 35th crying, crying, anniversary, crying. I think, this year. No shit. Okay, yeah. interesting. So, well, yeah, Transformers been around I mean, for a while. So, Transformers was, the first movie was an applied proof of concept, you know? Everyone was excited for it. It was the first time we saw really a CGI-heavy movie, and they did it right. They did, yeah. you know, they started off with, okay, we're going to watch the humans, and we're going to have the humans develop, and the last third is just stupid, repetitive CGI action, and people were on board. So when the sequel came out, like, everyone hated it and thought it was a terrible movie, but they knew what they were going into. They knew they were going to enjoy it, and the third one came out and didn't do as well as the sequel, but it did well enough. Yeah. And they're like, okay, at least they actually spent the money in writing a script. It wasn't a good script, but at least it made coherent sense, you know? (laughs) For the most part, yeah. Yeah. And then they made the fourth movie, which literally makes no sense at all. The Dinobots are thrown in. And I mean, I haven't even seen the, the fourth movie. The Dinobots are in it? Yeah, yeah the dino. very end. They're super gigantic, and they yeah. don't look like the Dinobots. Well, they look like dinosaurs. It's on Amazon metal. Prime. I'm debating whether or not to watch it. Because like, I'm telling you. No, I'm telling you. I hated Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. That is my pick for the worst movie ever made. Period. It is. I'm still angry that I spent $12 to see it at the midnight screening. Oh. Yeah. So, wow. 
Several years after re, uh, Dark of the Moon came out, it was on Netflix. So I forgot day, that's what they called that movie. Oh, God, it's yeah. so oh. bad. But it was on Netflix one day. And I was like, fuck it. I got two and a half hours to kill. And I turned it on. Did not hate it. Was not good, but God damn it, I enjoyed the two and a half hours I watched on it. It's not like yeah. I was spending any extra money to see it. So that's how I feel about Age of Extinction. Now it's on Amazon Prime. I'm like, you know what? If I have three hours to kill and I just want to watch shit blowing up, why shouldn't I? I love Mark Wahlberg. Even his shitty performances are interesting. Come on, like, Mark Wahlberg is that actor that puts everything into any performance he gives. Doesn't mean it's a good performance, but god damn it, no, the guy true. is trying. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, and like, Ma- Max Payne is a good example of that. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> and he wants to win. Uh, uh, Payne and Gain, Ted, yeah. Ted, yeah. Ted 2. Yeah. I mean, oh my god, like, other guys. or other guys, yeah, exactly. Oh, other guys. Like, other guys is an example of a movie that tries too hard to be funny. And it's funny, it, not because of Will Ferrell. No. Will Ferrell, <laughs> who is this comedic genius, is not what makes this movie funny. It's. Mark Wahlberg sitting there as the straight guy going like, do you realize the bullshit that is going on right now? Did, did you learn to dance like that sarcastically? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know, You're maybe. so confused by the events that are surrounding him. My- and that's what's funny about the movie. <laughs> like when he meets uh, uh, Will Ferrell's wife. It's Eva Mendes, right? And he's yeah, just yeah. like, how, 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 how is did this happening? happening? And like, Will Ferrell is the biggest a-hole to Eva Mendes the entire time. He's like... You are better than him. Yeah. <laughs> Call me. I will get you out of this relationship. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to break your hip. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the F wagon. <laughs> Thanks for the F shot. Dirty yeah. Mike and Boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part of the whole movie. The best part is Dirty Mike is the writer-director of the film, Adam McKay. <laughs> <laughs> we will have sex in your car. <laughs> God, if no one, if listeners haven't seen this movie, they're gonna be like, they probably turned it off by this point. <laughs> Email us if you have seen this movie and you love Dirty Mike and the Boys. <laughs> no joke, every red Prius I saw, like for a week, I was trying to write notes and put it on them. Like I was like, oh, red Prius. Yes. <laughs> you only did it for a week. I'm still doing it. The movie's uh, been out for like six years. <laughs> did Did you shout America? When you slammed on the gas pedal? <laughs> I don't know, I blacked out. <laughs> and it's like it's so funny to me because I've watched that movie several times and the third act still makes no sense to me. And I'm always watching it like, okay, what is happening? What are they doing? No, makes no sense. God damn it, the first two thirds are funny enough though, it doesn't matter. See, I feel that same way but it reversed about hot fuzz. Okay. Like the first two thirds of the movie are like, alright, whatever. And you get to the end of it, it's oh, this is the movie I was sold. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so uh, let's get off franchises. Let's go to uh, why did summer movies this year suck so bad? Well, like, are we talking like, about are they suck narratively? Do they suck as films or suck Specifically in... looking at like box office gross, why did nothing do well this summer? Except for like Finding Dory and Captain yeah, America. Finding yeah. Dory or well, Captain America. But that was that was that's arguably spring that was, though. That was like the beginning of summer though. That was like a May. But I mean, I would honestly yeah, argue yeah, that Memorial some Day. of the April releases should be counted. Like yeah. the Huntsman Winter's War. Yeah. Did awful, based off of a movie that actually did quite well. Terrible yeah. movie. Terrible movie. No, I didn't. I haven't seen either of them. But the first one was very popular. <laughs> the first one was really popular. Not because it was a good movie, but it made yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Well, okay, so when does the summer... Okay, so traditionally, 
back when you couldn't stream anything yeah. and your internet was relegated to AOL D, you know, do, CDs do, you got do, in the mail. Oh, I remember that. You know, summer was when kids were out of school. Basically, I mean, it's yeah. from like Memorial Day to Labor Day. Like, yeah, that's, I would say that's traditional I mean, that, summer season. Okay, all Unless right. Unless you want to count April in there. Then... No, I well, mean... Traditionally, now, uh, in the past 10 to 15 years, probably since Spider-Man, the first weekend of May has started to be considered part of that summer season, especially when it comes mm. to film. So I don't think you can really count out May box office receipts if you're really talking about the summer season. So, like, films. May 1st to end of Labor Day? Yeah, May Labor 1st to Labor yeah. Day, okay. I would say. So, we ha- there was one runaway hit, you know, um, Cap Civil War yep. killed it. Oh, yeah, it did. Uh, Finding Dory's talking about everybody. franchises that are just rocking. Uh, and then Finding Dory, you know, um, Secret Life of Pets did pretty well. Very well. Yes. Um, it, it's, bu- it's international grosses have been as great, but it's still doing very, very well. It made enough for a sequel. Well, obviously they're yeah. going to make a sequel. The thing about animated films nowadays is... Or the thing about any films is brand recognition is important. And part of the reason Secret Life of Pets is doing so well is because Illumination now is as recognizable as Pixar. Yep. Now, you can't say, oh, everyone knows Illumination. I, I, was, I disagree no, 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 you don't, you don't. No one knows Illumination Entertainment's name. Everyone know knows the Pixar's name. But it's like, yeah, everyone knows... Okay. Uh, minions and... Yeah, minions they're, they're the Minions guys. Yep. So, you know, you know the films that they have produced. So I'll just say, oh, from the creators of Despicable Me, creators of the Minions, yep. kids are going to go, oh, I like those other movies. I want to see that. I don't get it at all. I wasn't a fan of any of those movies, but... I like Despicable <laughs> I am, Me. I am far I like outside yeah, the Despicable Me's fun. Despic- yeah, not not minions, but the first Despicable Me's I actually think is a very good movie, except for Jason Segel's performance. I think he is, for all the voice acting in that movie, they did such a great job. Steve Carell was phenomenal, yeah. Yeah. but Jason Segel the entire time I'm like that that's not his body like that that's not how he looks. So like I it was this really weird disassociation problem where it's like I'm seeing the vo- I'm seeing the character I'm seeing the mouth move. But the voice just sounded so wrong. So and that's so what you're, brought you're me down. And you're superimposing Jason Segel's actual body. Basically, in- <laughs> yeah. I mean, because when you look at a lot of other animated movies, like there, you can see at least the facial features of the yeah. voice yeah. actors. And so when I agree with you, when when you see what's his name, I don't remember the villain's name in that in, in the first one. But yeah, you see him. He's like, oh, oh, Will Arnett when he's yeah. playing the banker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's Will Arnett's voice, <laughs> but he's this giant dude, and look and. It, you're right. Yeah. Like Will Arnett and Jason Segel do not belong in that movie. But period. Will Arnett is fantastic at voice work. I know, but not in this movie. Right. <laughs> Again, I th- it, like it's a disassociation because you don't see, yeah. you don't, you're, you're familiar with the voice, but you don't see the face, and yeah. so that it's way really you can't like match the two together and be yeah. like, oh yeah. hey, it's a full. But you know what? I um, Scarlett Johansson in Jungle Book. No, uh, no, no. It's, it's like it was. A, it's a fucking problem because yeah. you hear Scarlett Johansson's voice coming and out of this so, snake, and yeah. it's just. It's, it was, it's, it's so weird. like you just know that's her voice. Like you can't yeah. associate yeah. with anything. Yeah, I hear that. Like Christopher Walken go, does King Louis, but Christopher <laughs> Walken just melts away, and here's a giant orangutan. The same thing yeah. with just Alba. He is as a Shere giant Khan. orang. Yeah. Honestly, I think Christopher Walken is a giant orangutan in human clothing. <laughs> like I think that's just who he is as See, a person. I always thought that he was one of those little aliens from Men in Black. probably both. Like the aliens. In the orangutan body, <laughs> who's in the human suit? There's a tiny orangutan inside Christopher Walken's head controlling him. Uh, can that be a movie, please? Somebody make that a movie. Uh, being it's being John Malkovich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel. 
Uh. A orangutan finds a doorway in the middle of Africa. Go The orangutan through. is controlled by a tiny alien. Don't forget that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch the crap out of that movie. I'd pay to see that. <laughs> I'd, pay, I'd pay a lot of money to see that movie. You know, give us give us twenty k and we can do a short. Yeah. Oh, Stop tomorrow. <laughs> I, Christopher Walken's at that age where he doesn't even give a shit anymore. Nope. Right? <laughs> yeah, I bet we can email him a movie idea. It's like, all right, I got nothing else to do tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can pay you 50 bucks and lunch. <laughs> like, I'm on board. I mean, did you see his performance as Captain Hook? That's basically what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Hook? Yeah, oh, the yeah. Peter Pan musical that oh. came out last... We don't oh, Pan, the one that just came out. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, the new yeah, Peter Pan live that came out. The NBC oh, special. That, no, yeah, I didn't yeah. watch that. Did I watched Pan. That. I actually enjoyed it. I did Pan. not watch it. I watched the highlights, which were all Christopher Walken clearly not giving a shit. <laughs> <laughs> His give a fuck is pretty low. Oh, my yeah. God. He was just like, I just want to dance. <laughs> and then his singing was so horrid. You know, in like um, in like '98, there was a music video, Fat Boy um, Slim, Fat Boy Slim, Weapon of Choice, and it's just Christopher Walken in like an empty hotel lobby, and what? he's just dancing, and he starts yeah. flying oh across. God. Can we please pull this up? He was a professional. He was like a. Well, he's still not an actor, actor yeah. but <laughs> no, I love his movies, but he is not an actor. <laughs> you finally, Tyler gets he's, the joke. He's smiling. <laughs> what were we but talking about? I have no yeah. idea. We were, we, were, we were on like a linear thought path. And we, were, we were talking about summer movie season. Yeah. Summer, summer movie season. season. So we established right. that summer movies are. <laughs> M- well, what, Labor Day to the Memorial Day, or vice versa, well, whatever. Let, let's holiday, kinda, holiday. However the holidays. Let's work. talk about it yeah. this way: like, what summer movies that you've seen that you really enjoyed? Like, let, let's start from that perspective. Like so, lately or ever? And no, this, this summer. This summer. This summer. Don't this make summer. me think of ever. <laughs> Excuse you. Well, right, well, we're gonna do 2016. Haley's gonna do ever. Yeah. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's start with Catherine. What summer movies have you seen, and which do you think were the best? I am really far behind, but the two that I saw were Jungle Book and Civil War, and I liked both. Okay. Um, I wanted You didn't see to Finding Dory? I wasn't able to. I How are you not I've able been, to? It's been out for six I weeks. I haven't seen I've it either. Jesus been, Christ! I've been pro- like, I purposely procrastinating <laughs> Finding <laughs> Dory, <laughs> but I will... I will go and see Suicide this see Suicide. Other than Captain America Civil War, Finding Dory has been the best film of the summer. It's great. Yeah. It's really, really I good. I want to see Not it. That I don't want to see it. It just hasn't happened. I would, but we're you know, we, I actually wanted to bring this up earlier. We we're talking about disassociating characters' voices with the yeah. animated characters they play. Um Fuck. Al Bundy, whose name I can't Fuck think. Al Bundy. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Al Bundy is my hero. Ed, Ed, Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. He, he's your spirit animal. He, he is, he's, just, he's just as grumpy and cranky as I am. Ed O'Neill does Psycho the voice Dad. of the octopus in Finding Dory, and I he had does. no idea until after I'd seen the movie. So he does a really great Who did voice, the voice performance. For Bailey again? And what's up? Who did the voice for Bailey again? Bailey. The blue guy. I don't know. It's a fish. Oh wait, I know, I know. In Bailey and what? In Finding, Finding Dory, the beluga whale. I'll figure it out later. Oh, oh, yeah. Kristen. Um, Bell she, Stewart. Oh, um, she's in Always Sunny. D. Oh, I am D. Yeah, D. Yeah. yeah, she. So no, no, no. Wait, that's Destiny. Destiny yeah. is voiced by uh, the chick from Always Sunny, Kristen okay. something. I can't think of her full name. Go Go Gadget smartphone. Ba- right. Bailey, I don't. What, what, who's Bailey then? Bailey's the other one. The male one? Uh, yeah. I don't remember Bailey. Oh, don't point at me. I don't know. But <laughs> no, it was the other. 
She's, she's no, counting in the air. Okay, okay I was like, uh, sounds uh, like a plan. Anyways, <laughs> um, okay. What what about you? What summer movies have you seen? Uh, I've seen Caitlin Olsen. Uh, seeing Cap Civil War. Is Zootopia part? I was just going to yeah. ask, is Zootopia, Zootopia, Zootopia no, Zootopia? I don't remember. That was March. That's a long was it March? Time ago. Was it? Yeah. That was March. That was March. Okay. No, no. March. Is it? I feel like, I don't know, because I was felt like I watched it. Was it really that long time It was ago? still playing until oh, right. June because it was that popular. It yeah. came out on Blu-ray and DVD right. while it was still in theaters because yeah, it was that popular and that. still making money. And that was like a month ago. Because it came out. When Captain America Civil War came out, they had Civil War in the top ten, yeah. Jungle Book in the top ten, and Zootopia was nine or ten. Yeah, because I know I've been in theaters for over two months was, at that point. Yeah, because yeah, because I saw Zootopia before I saw Jungle Book, so that's yeah. probably why I thought that. I yeah. saw okay, Cap Civil War, Jungle Book, um, Batman versus Superman. Uh, also March, so that doesn't count. Was that in March? God, it yes. felt like so much BBS later. This was March. Yep. Has anybody uh, seen? I've uh, seen Ghostbusters. No. Oh yeah. Uh, what else? What do you think about Ghostbusters? Uh, I liked it. It was in um not not by any means a great movie, but it, it's enjoyable. Kind of yeah. it, you know you sit down and you watch it. You're like okay, this is fun. You know I like I like Holtzman a lot. Yeah. Holtzman for me was the best because she's just coming up with like all kinds of different gadgets and stuff that you'd never expect and the little '80s references. She's, she's actually were really fun. Being Kate That's Kate McKinnon, right? Yeah. 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 To me, Leslie Jones is like the funniest woman okay, alive. Tyler will. You gotta watch you. her uh, stand-up special on Netflix, Problem Child. It's like watching Eddie Murphy's Raw, but from a black woman's perspective. It's, it's literally Raw. Right. She spends half the time talking about pussy, which is also does what she, Eddie Murphy... Does she have three outfit changes because it's filmed in three different places? <laughs> <laughs> no, but she does spend the entire time sweating her vagina off. She doesn't have balls, but she does have a vagina, so... No, I mean, Leslie Jones killed it. I'm, I'm a big yeah. fan of Ghostbusters. I thought the weakest points of that movie were when they did throwbacks to the previous films. Yeah, which they didn't need to. No, not at all. Because it felt like... It, How many even, were even there? Even the way... Like a fair five. Amount. Okay. Yeah, there's a well, few okay. um, there's Did a cameo. you count them? There's, no, a, there's no. a cameo from <laughs> all the mains. I never saw the first one. There's Slimer. Like, the you never there's... saw the first I one? Saw, I saw the first one. I didn't okay. see anything past that. There's only one more movie. Then I didn't see that one, Eric. And there's also <laughs> the animated series, works. which was phenomenal. Oh, there was there is two, three animated series? I don't know. The real I've Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters, and Extreme I just Ghostbusters. Like the one with Ghostbusters. In it. Yeah. And apparently a video game because Tyler keeps motioning, so. Okay. No yeah. one um, cares. But no, so yeah, there was Slimer, there was uh, came in from all four original Ghostbusters, no Rick Moranis, um, and then there was the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yep. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was most of them. There's some other parallels you can drop, but. Thanks for spoiling the movie, guys. <laughs> spoiled, spoilers. I'm sorry I spoiled the, the worst scenes for this movie. The rest of it's really good. Yeah. Shut up, not on the I've podcast. Heard so oh, many mixed opinions this on this film. Have you not seen it? No. Oh, dude, no. Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones kill it. Uh, yeah, Kristen Wiig so is fantastic. I'll wait till it's on DVD. Um, I don't need to see it in the Melissa theaters. McCarthy. Thor is good. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth <laughs> is fantastic. Oh, I heard he's the worst part of the movie. No. Okay, well, no. Which one makes the, me look the, more like a doctor? <laughs> saxophone, stethoscope. No, no, no. Playing the saxophone or listening, <laughs> listening to the saxophone? The saxophone. <laughs> no, it's good. You'll have a good time. You really will. Uh, yeah, I'm it's, still going to wait for it on DVD. But, it's on my list. I'm just, I don't know. But it's one of the only summer movies I've seen this year. I've seen that mm. and Cap are the only mm. movies I've seen this summer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. You also saw the neo-noir film, whose name I can't think of right now. 
with Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Oh, oh, the new guys. New guys. Nice guys. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That did come out nice like guys. last nice month. Guys. Nice guys. Not oh, new nice guys. guys. That's that one weird one. The crazy I still eyes. need to see that one. Uh, that was the movie I was most looking forward to this summer. I haven't even watched it. Oh, I also saw Star Trek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> saw Star Trek Beyond. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I want to. Yeah, I'm behind Tell on that one, too. Tell me from the person who saw the marathon. Forgot to add that to my list. So, yeah, that was the last movie <laughs> I saw. Star Trek Beyond. I, I have really been kind of disappointed in myself this summer season. I've seen... Barely any movie. Saw I Cap. I wanted to see most of them. I know. Like, yeah. I was really excited for X Men Apocalypse. So the oh, I did see that out. one. Yeah. I saw that one too. I, well, I the trailer started coming out, and I was like, God, this movie looks like shit. So I just decided to wait for it. And then all the pre. the, Well, I was thinking, you know, there's a lot of goodwill built up with this franchise. I really yeah. enjoy most of the movies except for Last Stand and X Men Origins. Like, you know. Yeah. I, I should continue the franchise, but then the reviews came out, and they were really bad. And everything I read about the film, it was just like, it didn't sound like I'd have a really good time. Because I love Days of Future Past. That movie was oh, it phenomenal. Was beautiful. It's, so it's just, was, it had no right to be that good. Exactly. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so, so when Aww. Apocalypse came out, I was like, you know, I'm not really that excited to see it. The trailers weren't that exciting. The re- reviews have been even worse. So I was like, I'll wait till it comes out on DVD. And even the people who liked the franchise were like, yeah, you know. This movie was underwhelming compared to some of the other films. Yeah. So I didn't see that. Um, uh, except Oscar Isaac is a fucking chameleon. Yeah. Him and yeah. Gary Oldman can just be. I, know. I love, I love yes. Oscar Oldman. Isaac. And but Qu- I hear Quicksilver he's in, the in film. Apocalypse yeah. is really good. His, but he's his the same scenes. Quicksilver from Days of Future Past. Yeah. But I mean, like his scenes are really cool, though. I mean, it's like it's like stuff you didn't really think about as a speedster. It's like, is he on? Is he off? And it's, it's just I, about, I like I like the fact that he's. He's always, you don't really, you can't really tell, but he's always on. Yeah. So when, whenever he pops up, it's like, oh, things are in slow motion. Oh, Quicksilver's here. It's yeah. still all about inside Lewin Davis. I love that movie. <laughs> the movie's so good. So good. But yeah, so then I didn't see any of those. Finding Dory came out and I watched that and I really enjoyed that. But then there wasn't of- really any movies that excited me yeah. between Finding Dory and now. Uh, no, Cap Civil War is the only only summer movie that I was stoked to see. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'd been excited yeah. to see Jason Bourne because uh, there's so Has much goodwill. Seen that yet? I did no. see it. What yeah. do you think? I of haven't it? seen a single one. It's too long. <laughs> it is. Okay. Yeah, the first it's only two hours, but I mean the first three were only an hour and forty minutes yeah. long compared to the rest so of the franchise. It's uh, it's a little bit too long. They spend too much time developing the action sequences. It's it would be yeah. e- it would be better. Because there's a third party involved in it, which should make it more interesting. Yeah. And it is, but nothing really comes out of it. Yeah. And the, All right. But the, the last but third you still of, enjoyed it, right? Yeah, no, I very much okay. enjoyed it. Because I, I wanted to go see it, but I'm still like, eh. I think, well, I, if, you, if you pull Tim's 365 movie challenge, he actually has a, a decent little <laughs> review of it. Oh, uh, did you read it? Yeah. Uh, what did you think about it? Like, of, the your, of your writing of yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I was still going to see the movie. Yeah. I would um, say, I like... You brought up an... Well, maybe it was a combination of that and your box office review, so it brought up interesting correlations between that, you know, identity, supremacy, ultimatum, yeah. and legacy. I mean, the, the only... My only real issue with Jason Bourne is it's the same movie as Supremacy and it's the same movie as Ultimatum, which was my problem when I saw Ultimatum. I watched Ultimatum and I was like, God damn it, I already saw this movie in Supremacy. Well, you, saw, you saw, like, half of it in Supremacy, yeah. Yeah. So it's like they use the same exact scenes. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and that's the biggest issue with Jason Bourne is the Act One twist. It's the same Act One twist in Supremacy. It's the exact same Act One twist in Ultimatum. So I like um, 
Ultimatum didn't piss me off so much because somebody had seen it like the day before me. And they're like, rewatch Born Supremacy tonight. And then see Ultimatum tomorrow. Yeah. You'll thank me. Yeah. I did. I was like, oh, no, dude, that makes so much more sense. I, I like where the movie ends us because it ends in a situation where it really sets up Borna for the future. Mm-hmm. Where he's not going to be fighting against the corrupt CIA anymore. Where he really has an opportunity to make a difference in the world. And I think... But isn't that where Legacy ended? Not, not really. entirely. It was, it was Jeremy Renner breaking free of the shackles of the company. Poor Jeremy Renner. Uh, He's oh, never going to take over the franchise. I don't want to spoil J- okay, Jason I'm, Bourne. I'm, I'm still going to see it. So, I love Jeremy Renner. That man can. I know. He's fantastic. He was, he was supposed to take people... over Mission Impossible. Nope. Tom Cruise came back. Oh, yeah. He's going to take over yeah, Bourne. but nope. Rogue Nation was so good. <laughs> yeah. And, but, and his character is one of the best parts of Rogue Nation. Yeah, that's true. I would say... I, I want Hansel Gretel Witch Hunters to be a franchise. Yes! I, yes! <laughs> it was beautiful. I that movie's so fun. I'm one of the few people that actually liked Legacy. Because at least it broke the mold yeah. of the Born Supremacy and Born Ultimatum. It told a different story, and that I found interesting. It was not a good film by any means well, of the equation. You know, so it's interesting because that's something that, you know, a criticism of Batman vs. Superman is they spent all this time world building. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. Whereas, you know, the Born movies didn't, and they just throw this other character. You know there's other assassins that went through the same program as Jason right, Bourne, right. but now let's do a whole movie about somebody that you haven't spent any time with. So It was just an interesting I, choice. I'd say it's good. It's definitely worth a viewing. If you don't see it in theaters, you're not really missing out. Yeah. Yeah. So All right. that's how well, I feel about a lot of movies that came out this summer, <laughs> where it's like, ah, I didn't see it in theaters. I don't know if that's really that big of an issue. All right. So it's about that time. We didn't get to everybody on the summer movies, but we're going to wrap things up. And before we go, we like to always do our personal picks of the week, something we're revisiting, something we're mentioning. Something that we love, something that maybe we hate. Maybe it's something you don't want to see. But typically it's something that we want to bring awareness of. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Uh, um, what's your pick? Uh, my pick is uh, there's a short that was released, I believe, yesterday. It's been popping up on my Facebook and all kinds of uh, social media feed. It's called The Laughing Man. It's, oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's, it's, kinda, it's, a sh- it's like about a 20-minute short, and it's, it's a Joker short. It's kind of based on Scott Snyder's take of the Joker. Um, I don't want to like go any further into it. It's really intense though. Like you, you need to sit down and just watch it. And there's gonna be some parts. Maybe, act- maybe get a snuggie and you know. Yeah, glass yeah. Of wine. You, you <laughs> maybe you know, maybe get a beard so you know you don't get unsettled too easily. I, I watched it in the beginning of the day today, so I'm kind of like, Ugh. <laughs> but I've been it, on edge all day, man. It gets it gets real. <laughs> it, 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 it is really intense. I mean, if you're a fan of the Joker and Scott Snyder's work, you're probably gonna like this. You know, opposed to what we've seen. Of the different Jokers and Suicide Squad Joker and all kinds of other stuff. So, uh, where can you find it? Is it YouTube Vimeo? Uh, yeah, there's a YouTube. I think if you just search uh, La- the Laughing Man, it should pop up. Okay, cool. Do we know who did it? I mean, is it a fan thing? Or? Um, yeah, it's a fan. It's a fan short. Uh, I think it's two brothers that put it together. Um, I forget, I can't remember all the names off the top of my head. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Halibus Brothers. Halibus. Oh, Halibus Brothers. All right, who's next? I'll go next. Uh, hey, everybody, this is Tim. Hi, um, Tim. I didn't listen to last week's episode, so my first pick, I feel like, was probably already picked last week, so I'm going to pick something else. Um, well, now I want to know. Well, well, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, so the one I'm going to pick, what's up? Yeah, it was going to be Stranger yeah, Things. So Tyler picked things. it last week, so it's no use. It's, it's great. You should watch it. Um, I'm going to pick The Killing by Stanley Kubrick, the movie I watched today. Yeah. Uh, if you're a fan of noir films... 
you're a fan of Kubrick, like I, you know, I love Kub- Kubrick. A lot of his movies are great, but they're tough to rewatch. Yeah, no, I feel right. like The Killing is the only movie I've seen by him that I have to watch again. And it's not a very complex film, but there's a lot of pieces to it, and it's told incrementally. Like y- you'll see a piece of the film and you watch that story play out. It's kind of like Rashomon in that sense. So it- it's very good. It's his third feature he ever made. But it's the first one he really thought was actually a good movie. <laughs> so the first two films he made, he actually disowned in one. He tried to get removed from the market entirely. But there's a YouTube link for it because the copyright expired. So if you want, I could absolutely let you, like, you know, email the Grand Geek Gallery. Oh, copyright or... expired? Copyright doesn't expire anymore. Absolutely, it does. <laughs> Unless there's somebody actively maintaining it, I suppose. Exactly. You have to actively maintain something to continue the copyright. But anyway, so... Yeah. Uh, so a bunch of the his two early films are both on YouTube, so they're really easy to find. His second one's much better. The first one's near unwatchable, but this third one is legitimately one of the best noir films ever made. It is so good. So if you're a fan of Kubrick, if you're a fan of noir, you should go see The Killing. It's on Amazon Video right uh, now, I think? No, it might be. I, well, I couldn't find it on Amazon Video. I literally typed in The Killing online, and I found a, several links to watch it so <laughs> we do support paying for your movies if you support your filmmakers I, I, I don't like stealing movies I feel like that's bad karma being a filmmaker and wanting to make my own film someday and get so, paid for them exactly yeah. and get paid for it so I do recommend searching out but it's not easy you know there's not a lot of avenues to see the original killing sure I think yeah. YouTube has a rental you can buy iTunes probably does. I couldn't find it on Amazon and the Video. You know what? Pretty cheap, pretty I bet you we can too, go so. into downtown LA and go find a Laserdisc. Yeah. Oh, and I think there's another story about Laserdisc. I don't know. I need to look back on it, but there's an interesting story okay. about Laserdisc and Kubrick where there's like a version of one of his films that he only felt was properly translated on Laserdisc. <laughs> but it then, has to be on the best, the highest quality yeah. format. But then the DVDs came out and he died. So he never really approved any other transfers of it. So the Laserdisc is the only complete version of one of his films. So there there are all kinds of Kubrick files out there that still have Laserdisc players. I guarantee you there is. And, and, you know, they're movies that are DVDs the size of albums. I mean, and Kubrick is just that popular of a filmmaker. I recognize that I was like, man, he's made 13 films in his career and I had only seen six of them. Yeah. So then this week I was like, fuck it, I'm going to watch Kubrick's other films that I'd never seen. So it started with his two early films that I consider barely student films. Then I watched The Killers, uh, the Killing, which was great. Then I'm going to watch Lolita, which I'm not excited for. Not even a little bit. <laughs> I heard that movie is... Oh, I mean, if, you, if you've read the book... <laughs> yeah, the source like material it. on that is a little messed up. No, so I'm not excited for that movie. What else do I have? I have um, All right, well, we can Barry Lyndon, which I'm excited for. I've seen parts of Barry Lyndon. I really enjoyed So if you want to see what Tim's watching, uh, go to our website, thegrandgathering.com. Go to the Articles tab in the 365 Days of Movies Challenge, and you can see all of us who are participating in that. We watch a movie a day and give a little write-up on it. So, all right, um, ladies. I guess I'll go. Um, I, it's not really a pick, but I guess there are more shout-outs. Um, today's Tony Bennett's 90th birthday, so happy birthday to the great Tony Bennett. Do, 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 do. And then also shout-out to Team USA as they head on to Rio for the Summer Olympics. 
Don't get the Zika vibes, guys. <laughs> yeah, try not to try not to drink the water. Oh, so yeah, opening luck. ceremonies will air on NBC on Friday during primetime. You need to cut down on your sugar because that's what attracts mosquitoes. Is yeah. the more sugar? That was potassium. Th- that that goes with sugar, potassium, they and go sugar. Hand in <laughs> they're like the same thing, <laughs> right? You know. Well, <laughs> think about it. Bananas are loaded in sugar and potassium. Yep. It doesn't mean they're the same thing. Just because <laughs> bananas are a really <laughs> shitty thing <laughs> or a fantastic thing for mosquitoes. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I would not be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, go Me. to the USA. All right, Haley, what you got? Uh, I couldn't think of anything else. I have to go with the Cursed Child. Stranger <laughs> I have Things. I to go with Cursed Child. Watch and Stranger, Stranger Things. Things cause I love Stranger Things. Um, that doesn't count. That doesn't count as two picks. Script books in general, I guess, because I've acquired Hamilton, Hamilton as well in the last couple of days, <laughs> and it's beautiful. You got to sure understand Make sure read Lynn's notes. I will. I will. Thank you. Yes. Read past the end of the play and <laughs> to the back <laughs> portion. To the 300 pages of appendices. Well, there's like... Where this isn't the, the Lord of the Rings. Oh, I was going to say, we're <laughs> the entire family <laughs> tree so of all of Gondor. Well, there are, like, for those of you that are into Hamilton, there, if you got this Should script, be all of you. There's little... <laughs> in the margins, there's little, like, red, there's red type, and that's all of Lynn's notes. So I make sure to read that on top of the actual dialogue. Yeah. And stage direction. All right, so for my pick, it's going to be another short film, actually. Um, it's called Thunder Road. Uh, I know about it because a good friend of mine worked on the piece. Uh, they took it to Sundance this year, and it actually won as the best short film at the nice. Sundance Film Festival. Yay, friend. Um, it's Evan. He's oh, been on, he's been on the show. Yay. Yeah. Um, he was one of the original founders of the show. He was. Well, he's founders, been, but... been here for a long time. Uh, anyway, it's hilarious. It's about a cop going to his mother's funeral. And her favorite song was Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen. And they actually wrote an open letter to Bruce Springsteen to get the rights to use the song to release it. Because they, they bought the rights for the film festival, but then they didn't have it when the film festival ended. So they couldn't release it because the song was like three quarters of the, of the film. And Bruce Springsteen approved it. You know, they wrote an open letter yes. and they got it. So, and it, it, is, it is hilarious. The whole thing is the cop singing Thunder Road in front of a packed church off of a Hello Kitty boombox. <laughs> yes. There's choreography and everything. It is, it is beautiful. Oh, it's wonderful. Highly recommend it. You can find it on Vimeo and I believe on YouTube. If you can't, find me on Facebook. Email I'll send us. you a link. Yeah, well, <laughs> let us know. Uh, anyway. Good pick. GatheringMain at gmail.com. There you go. Yeah, go to the website. Click contact us. You'll get us there. Click, click. All right, so thanks for tuning in. You can check out our other shows and offerings on iTunes and visit our website thegrandgeekgathering.com. Go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review us. We love comments, questions, requests. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool, too. Uh, You can contact us on our site. Don't forget to join in on the drinking game as well. To stay updated, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We stream on twitch.tv. This show has been brought to you by the Grand Geek Gathering Network. Join the gathering. Have a great day, and GG. GG. Beer, Are boobs, they? and butt butter. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you threw in an extra B. I'm down with it. I like it. All right, it's not too bad. It, it's like weird when you think about it as butt butter, but. Oh god. Yeah, no. Stop it saying. It rolls off the tongue. It does. It does. It makes sense. It's got great alliteration. Stop it's like, saying butt uh, butter. It's like poop, you know, but but, but butter. Please don't make this the title. But butter. <laughs> I, I feel can't like believe it's, it's be butt the butter. Title. <laughs> 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 so Eric sorry. is so disappointed with himself so right sorry, now. You can see it on his face. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Alright, we out.